dig. What's up, all you listeners out in the galaxy far, far away? It is the Things We Dig crew here to talk a little bit about Kenobi, just dropped on Disney+. Plus. As always, I am the other Chris. Hello, friends. Chris Fig here. Let's get to digging. Welcome back. This is Steve. Well, hello there. It's Alex. Hey, guys. It's Dave. All right, guys. So the first two episodes of this uh, series just dropped on Disney+, Plus, like we were saying. It's originally supposed to drop on the 45th anniversary of Star Wars on Wednesday. They pushed it back and gave us two episodes instead. Honestly, overall, I really love them, but uh, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on it first. And this does contain spoilers. Yes. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, I would agree with you, Chris. I initially, it's what I wanted from an Obi-Wan series. Just, you know, Hugh McGregor coming back. It was great to see him. I thought he's doing an amazing job picking up this role again from what's it been, 15, 16 years since uh, Revenge of the Sith came out. And, you know, I know we've talked about it before on the pod, but just things that I wanted to see him go off world and, you know, take on another mission. But, you know, for the first two episodes, I thought were pretty good introduction and kind of set up to what's going to be. Kind of was hoping to see maybe just a little bit more considering it's only six episodes. But from the first get go, I'm really enjoying it and just uh, excited to see where they take it from here. Nice. Uh, For myself, just throwing a little contrast. I watched a lot of things this weekend, and I think this was probably the least exciting. Yeah, basically, it was just a little underwhelming, right? And I had a few gripes as well. We can get into those after everyone gives their their overall thoughts. But uh, yeah, for me, two episodes in, uh, not too excited yet. I can agree with you all on that. Definitely, I, I had a feeling that this wasn't going to be blow blow our pants off episodes. The next four, though, definitely. I thought the whole Leia arc that was going on i was like maybe they're going to drag this on the whole season but hopefully they actually pretty much ended it after the second episode like he saved her cool and now we're going to get into some dark shit showed vader right away i was too i was a little surprised about that so i thought they were going to wait to the very end so i'm really hopeful that these last four are just going to be fucking wild but uh, i was happy i loved it it had uh, everything that i wanted and more and uh obi-wan's the shit man Yeah, I'm kind of a little bit on the opposite end of the spectrum of that, just because it was a little bit of a slow burn for sure, especially that first episode. But I like what they're doing with Obi-Wan and just seeing his character from right off the get and just how defeated he is. And he just doesn't even want to have anything to do with that world other than protecting Luke from forces coming to get him or just wanting to train him early to be prepared for that happening. But other than that, I thought it was crazy just to see Obi-Wan. I felt like the first episode was like a, a really slow burn. And then they picked up a little bit more in the second episode. But the one thing I do like about this is just it's a little bit darker than anything else that we've seen so far. They did they kind of trance around on the light side, but just right off the get-go with the girl who's out of control chopping someone's hand off. I was like, oh shit. All right. That's pretty cool. But just with how it ended too, not to jump too far ahead, I thought that was fucking crazy dude yeah, i definitely thought the vader uh reveal at the end with him in the back to tank was fucking awesome there's a lot of really cool moments throughout the whole thing too but like after seeing really good action in like rogue one and then in the mandalorian i think that boba fett and now this show both really suffer from like 
really clunky writing and directing around action scenes, so much to the point where it takes me out of the scene. In in Boba Fett, those land speeders, those a speeder chase scene. And then again, in this series, a chase scene with the girl is so slow and clunky. It's like, dude, she's nine years old. You could just grab her. You could just run over there and grab her. And he like runs into a tree that's at like chest high. I believe she is force sensitive, Chris. Yeah, but they don't allude to that yet or anything like that. When Obi-Wan's chasing her across the rooftops again, and then that girl with her parkour scene chasing them, it just seems like they don't, they're not writing like action and fast paced stuff very well. It just seems very slow and clunky in the action, and it's uh, taking me out of the show a bit. So I hope that they can change that. But other than that, I, I really am enjoying all the other aspects of the show. I love that they're using a lot of practical effects and not a ton of CGI. So right. that's really dope. And I am excited for more. I don't I don't mean to hate on it, but yeah, I mean, I, I could agree with you with that. Like the that was kind of one of my biggest gripes was the story plot for saving Leia. I just kind of wish it was something different. And that's just my own personal preference. But also, too, I, I know it's been kind of a mixed bag with the the little girl as an actress. Not to to knock her. I think maybe it's the writing. She does a, you know, certain scenes she does really well of portraying, you know, a young Leia. Being Anakin and Padme's daughter, she has kind of like that witty attitude to her. So I, I can respect that. But just some of the writing felt very forced. Like, she is like, they're trying too hard to be like, look it, she's witty and funny. It's like, yeah, we... We get that, but yeah, that chase scene was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, see, I think she's fine as an actor. It's definitely the writing where it's kind of like, what? Some of these lines are weird. But like that that rooftop battle scene, like he he catches her from the ground and then all of a sudden he's down there with her. It's like, there's like three other guys shooting at you. What happened to them? It's just lazy writing and action and, and stuff isn't like resolved properly where it's like, I don't, this could easily like having her be kidnapped could have been way more intense without it being a foot chase against a, a nine-year-old girl. You know what I'm saying? Just seems like with professionals in this industry, there's a, a better way to be doing this stuff. Right. And when he's in the hallway, it's kind of weird to see him do like hand-to-hand combat. I, I don't know. I was expecting, and it was kind of weak and kind of slow, uh, you know, choreography there. So um, the hand-to-hand combat was kind of, it took me out of it as slow well. Slow is the perfect word for, for the fighting in it so far. So yeah, I feel like, I agree with all that shit, but I think this really just shows that those 10 years that have passed, Obi-Wan is a pretty broken man, and he doesn't want to use the Force. He, he pretty much is like acting like Luke in The the Last Jedi. I can't remember now. I'm having a fart, but basically kind of giving up. And that one dude that came up and was like, help me, man. And for a minute, you thought, oh, he's going to fucking help him. And he's like, nah, man, you're on your own. And then they fucking kill the dude. But hopefully those scenes that we really wanted to see him do some Force choking, badass force moves like he was really struggling with like i can't show that i'm obi-wan i can't leave a trail so i'm gonna have these awkward fights until the very end but i do agree the chase the chase was fucking ridiculous i mean it's one of those things you're like yo i don't make movies but you could have made that better easier instead of like oh there's little branches that block me oh no i can't go i gotta go around the other way so i agree i don't know disney again is trying to please so many people there's so much nostalgia from the old ones that they're like, oh, you remind me of somebody. And they're like, who? Like, but that they're trying to keep it lighthearted and kid friendly. So I really dislike that. I feel like Disney's, they want to hit every mark and please a huge age group that it fucking makes it weird. They should just say, hey, we're going to please the people who love Obi-Wan from the minute. But also we want to let the little kids love it too. I don't know. And I do love the costume and set design and the fan service and, and a lot of it. So I am excited to see more of it. But uh, I feel like 
it would be a disservice if we didn't hit on on the things that bothered me. Oh, yeah. I kind of agree with Al, where I just kind of justified that in my mind is like 10 years has passed of Obi-Wan not doing shit other than going day in and day out, ground Groundhog Day style to that job of his and, you know, just kind of living his day like that or his life like that. And I, if anything, I was like, damn, he's probably going to get fucked up. Like even when they did capture him, he's like, wow, I didn't know Jedi could bleed blood, you know? And I was like, oh shit, without the force, he's like up against it, dude. But that was the one thing I did like in the episode was when he finally did use the force. You're like, finally, yes. But I agree, like all the way up for me till that last part of when she found him, all I, all of those things I can say with you guys, like especially the shootout up on the roof, it almost feels like time filler. Like you had him, him running around with Leia and then in a shootout up on a roof forever to get to like the cool parts. So I'm really hoping they kind of got that out in the beginning and now we got this story rolling, you know? So maybe it'll be a lot more better action and stuff as we go along in storyline. But the ending, man, when she stabbed the Grand Inquisitor and then Obi-Wan does get away. I was just like, when he's sitting there and she reveals that Anakin is alive and he hasn't known this the whole time, just the look on his face, man, when he gets back onto that ship and he's sitting there and she's like, what is it? What's wrong? And he's just like, can't believe it. And you just see his face and he says Anakin and his eyes open up in the back of the tank. And you're just like, dude, is it like what they've tried to pull in the new Star Wars movies where are they connected through the force, through the good and the bad now? And because he used the force, Vader's going to almost have a way of locating Obi-Wan a little easier now. I almost feel like they're kind of trying to play it that way. Right. Yeah, th that's a good point. I feel like maybe so, because Obi-Wan obviously seems disconnected from the Force. And that last end scene where, you know, it's revealed that he, you know, it's Anakin as Darth Vader, kind of parallels those who, who've watched the animated series Rebels and Ahsoka realizes Vader is chasing them. And she has like this moment of like, holy shit, and kind of had that same feeling feel for Obi-Wan because obviously he thought he was dead. Yeah, so that reveal was really good and it looked fucking menacing him in that tank and him all scarred up and those those eyes so i'm really looking forward to seeing what they do like what's the story arc from here kind of hoping the whole leia thing is kind of situated he can drop her off on alderaan and then either obi-wan is headed to maybe find anakin maybe to help him who knows but you know like we said there's a lot of gripes right now we're just huge star wars fans so i guess it's hard to like not see things being perfectly but I, i'm really excited for the next four episodes and I think as a whole grand scheme of things, these first two episodes are just a good buildup to what's going to be. And I think overall, it's just going to be a great series. And at least that's what I'm hoping so. Definitely looking forward to what's coming next. I can't wait to see him light up his lightsaber and actually do some battle with it. And uh, also a huge shout out to Tamora Morrison playing a homeless 501st clone vet on the street begging for credits. I love that scene. And that was another example of Ewan can just act his ass off with his eyes, dude. When he looked over and saw the clone trooper, he saw so much. You're like, damn, dude. Yeah, dude, like so much just going through his head and almost wondering like, does, will this thing, well, this thing, will this clone trooper recognize me? You know, was it one of the ones that he worked with? But one thing I forgot too was that the clones age more rapid than other people. So I was like, oh, that's why he does look a little bit more haggard sitting there too, I guess. What's, uh, what's her name? If you guys didn't realize, I found that randomly, but that girl that sells him spice, that's his daughter in real life, Obi-Wan's. Oh, Ewan McGregor, that's his daughter in real life. And I guess we're going to be seeing pretty much 
all of his family are going to have cameos in the show. So I've heard. Oh, really? That's yeah. so dope, dude. Yeah. That's that's funny because she said the line too. She's like, I was once someone's daughter too. Mm. I didn't. Yeah, it's a good good little fun uh, tidbit. Oh, yeah. Another uh, another gripe I had with the uh, first episode when Leia gets taken. So I love all the like the set design, the production design. Like Tatooine looks phenomenal. But when Leia gets taken in that forest, you can just easily tell it's like a hiking trail in like Griffith. Griffith Park or something, right? So I don't know. Really, that kind of really takes me out of it too. There was also like a Mandalorian scene where they did that, like the battle up on a hill. I mean, do you guys notice that? Like, does the they ran out of budget or something for that? I'm sure they're probably trying to save money any way they can with yeah, those shots and stuff. Sometimes I'll notice that stuff, and sometimes I don't. It honestly just depends on what else is going on in the scene, and if it's you know powerful enough to draw me away from it, or if I'm kind of like bored and looking around and being like, oh, yeah, look at this set, man. Yeah, I feel like certain times, if the chasing was done well, I don't think I probably would have noticed, but just adding that on top of a poorly choreographed, you know, chasing kind of adds to that, like, eh, that, that scene stood out. But there's a lot of things I do like. I mean, the conversations between Obi-Wan and Uncle Owen kind of parallel in The New Hope where, you know, he tells an older Luke, hey, your uncle really was on board with this whole Jedi thing. So I like those tidbits. So talk about other stuff I do like. I mean, I wish it kind of was later on that this happened, but that, that opening scene of Order 66, I thought was, I, I knew we were going to get a scene like that and i thought it was done well the only thing is i wish they would have expanded a little bit more maybe show a few more jedis fighting i mean i know you could see them in the background but nonetheless again anytime you see an order 66 scene it's really interesting but also is like so fucking just sad because knowing this was the end of the jedi but i thought that was really done well i definitely think that they showed those kids for a reason I think they either are the Inquisitors, some of them, or they're going to come back in the story. I don't think they would just randomly show a group of kids that like you didn't know if they lived or died and ran out of there. So I'm, I'm interested to see if they will expand on that more and maybe expand that flashback and, and hopefully see more Jedi battles. That would be really fucking cool. Who uh, who ordered Order 66? Uh, Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, Palpatine had the sheave himself. I thought it was, uh, was it Reva, the the third sister? Second sister, third sister. I thought that that, I guess we don't know, but I thought that was her, the Jedi that got shot down. I thought that was her, so that she didn't necessarily die. We thought she died or she got shot, but then at that moment, that's where she gets kidnapped and she gets taken away and becomes, but that is a completely random theory of mine. So yeah, they zoomed in on that little, that young black girl's face that was one of the younglings Uh, as Yes, right before yes. she ran away or right as they so i was like and then they have hers i, th- as I think i watched a video too saying that the, the the are you talking about the jedi who was like training them that yeah. protecting them mm-hmm. i think that was someone else i i don't know the name but i oh, saw in another video some other star wars nerd I mean, they got told me. shot <laughs> but i thought it was cool how it opened up like that as well and i was just going to touch on that too chris hit it right nail right on the head but i that girl man she's got to be one of them especially that one who turned and you know it looked like it could be her so maybe she has a gripe with obi-wan for the clone wars everything and maybe she puts it all on him training anakin or something i'm sure we'll find out more as the season goes along but i am excited but i do agree there's a little bit of gripes one thing i thought you somebody would bring up that nobody did that i thought was funny was kumil or is, how do you say his name is it kumail or kumail kumail he i thought people were going to be like he was a little too comic-y in it but i didn't really have a problem with his character 
I liked that he helped them out and redeemed himself in the end. But sometimes when they throw somebody of his caliber into these films, that can almost take me out of it. If it's like too much them, you know, like themselves, I almost would have guessed Bill Burr would have been somebody like that. But I actually really enjoyed Bill Burr in The Mandalorian. So I don't know. How do you guys feel about that when they throw like a big name person into these? Uh, Like you said, Bill Burr crushed it. Kumail, I I didn't love or hate it. I thought it was good, so I didn't mind it. Yeah, same for me. I thought it worked pretty well. It was a small enough role. He may come back for future episodes, it seems like. But if not, I thought it was it was done well enough. Kind of the underbelly of Star Wars. You know, he is a, let's say, a, a good guy just tr- trying to make ends meet. You know, he's a con artist. But I thought it was funny. It made for for good humor. Not too over the top, which sometimes Disney can do. But I thought it was done pretty well. Yeah, I thought everyone did their parts pretty well. Like uh, Flea. I didn't really see him as Flea. Or like the fifth brother, I think, is uh, Han from the Fast and Furious movies. And I mean, you can't even tell. I honestly thought it was, uh, what is Doctor Strange's uh, right-hand man? Wong. 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 I thought it was Wong. (laughs) And then I looked it up. I was like, like, dude, this dude is in everything. And then I looked up the cast. Like, damn, Wong is jacked in this one. Yeah. But uh, another thing too that I'm 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 pretty sure we're gonna get, but I think Liam Neeson as Qui Gon. I mean, there's you know there was that scene where Obi Wan is reaching out to him, and I was like, holy shit, is is Qui Gon gonna show up? But what I think is happening is since Obi Wan is broken from the Force, maybe he originally had that connection with Qui Gon, got broken from the Force, and is trying to like reconnect with it because obviously he's calling out to him for a reason. And then even when he's on that planet, right before he sees the the old clone trooper he says master if any guidance you can give right now is the time which i think he's talking to about qui-gon you know obviously so i'm pretty sure we're going to get a glimpse of uh of him as a force ghost in this yeah and at the end of that recap of the original trilogy they ended with yoda that audio clip of him telling obi-wan like you need to train the ways that your master qui-gon did so you can commune with the force i don't think they'd throw that specific line out there if they weren't gonna do something with it all right guys well uh i absolutely love star wars so thanks for indulging me even though we we did have some gripes about it overall uh i, I love it and i am gonna be watching the rest so Hopefully after the series ends, we can talk about it and have more positive things to say. I agree, man. I think there's a, it's going to be, not that it was bad, the starts, obviously nothing's perfect. And like you mentioned, it being Star Wars, it's, I just think we have those high expectations, even if we're not trying to, but I am really looking forward to the rest. And I think it's going to be, be a great addition to the Star Wars world. So yeah, really looking forward to the next couple episodes. Yeah, we'll see. Steve, go go watch Top Gun again, Steve. <laughs> gladly i do want to see top gun but i'm excited this next episode y'all wednesday i believe and uh fuck yeah guys i'm stoked on it man i i didn't really mind the two episodes too much personally the first two i think it was a slow build for the season but i'm i'm excited i hopefully it ends with a bang all right guys well have a good one everybody may the force be with you catch you next time